The book Aqidat al-Salaf, the creed of the Salaf, is of the great Imam Abu Uthman al-Sabuni, rahimahullah, and the explanation of our great Shaykh al-Allama, Abi Muhammad Rabia ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, hafidahullah ta'ala, wa matta'ahu bis-sahha wal-afiyya wa ghafara lahu wa liwalidayhi. وللمسلمين والمسلمات آمين باب لا يكفر أحد من المسلمين بكل ذنب لا يكفر أحد من المسلمين بكل ذنب chapter number 14 according to the English translation of the book of عقيد السلف who are upon the haq, do not call a Muslim a disbeliever due to his sin. Not every sin take out a person of Islam. In other words, not just because of a person commit any sin become non-Muslim. And this, alhamdulillah, is going to become clear to us in this chapter. In this chapter we're going to learn the correct position as related to Muslims who commit sins, major sins. Because there is the haq, the truth, and there is falsehood in everything. There is those who follow the truth and those who follow falsehood. And those who follow falsehood, they propagate it, they disseminate it, they call to it. So it's very important for us to learn the truth as related to this. Because we Muslims, we're not perfect. None of us is perfect. We commit sins. But what is the proper way to deal with one another and to look at one another's sins? As we're going to learn, because some deviant groups, they don't look at it the same way. Inshallah, that's a brief summary to what we're going to learn today, inshallah ta'ala. قال الإمام الصابوني رحمه الله في عقيدة السلف أصحاب الحديث ويعتقد أهل السنة أن المؤمن وإن أذنب ذنوبا كثيرة صغائر كانت أو كبائر 
فإنه لا يكفر بها وإن خرج من الدنيا غير تائب منها ومات على التوحيد والإخلاص فإن أمره إلى الله عز وجل إن شاء عفا عنه وأدخله الجنة يوم القيامة سالما غانما غير مبتلا بالنار ولا معاقب على ما ارتكبه من الذنوب واكتسبه ثم استصحبه إلى يوم القيامة من الآثام والأوزار وإن شاء عاقبه وعذبه مدة بعذاب النار وإن عذبه لم يخلده فيها بل أعتقه وأخرجه منها إلى نعيم دار القرار The Sheikh is going to explain this portion in this chapter in which Imam al-Sabuni rahimahullah ta'ala says Ahlul Sunnah and they are those who are upon the Haq they adhere to the Sunnah of the Prophet and that which his companions, noble companions they were upon he says Ahlul Sunnah believe that that is from their Aqeedah, from their creed they believe that a believer even though he commits sins small or big يعتقد أهل السنة أن المؤمن وإن أذنب ذنوبا كثيرة صغائر كانت أو كبائر فإنه لا يكفر بها that أهل السنة believe that if a believer commits sins however small or large meaning minor or major they may be he does not become a disbeliever if he, if he leaves this world without making any repentance from them and he dies upon Tawheed and Ikhlas then his affair is entirely upon, up to Allah the most mighty and the most majestic if Allah wills he may forgive him and enter him into paradise on the day of judgment safe and sound without being afflicted by the fire and without being punished for his perpetration of the sins. يقول الشيخ الوالد العلامة المربي ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظه الله تعالى ومتعه بالصحة والعافية وغفر له ولوالديه ولمشايخنا وللمسلمين والمسلمات آمين قال في الشرح المؤلف يحكي مذهب أهل السنة في مرتكب الكبائر إذا مات مصرا عليها فما هو مصيره هنا ونوب الشيخ شيخ ربيع حفظه تعالى يساز المؤلف من الإمام الصابوني الإمام أبي عثمان الصابوني رحمه الله he's bringing to us the methodology of أهل السنة what is their عقيدة what is their creed and belief as related to the person, the Muslim who commit major sins and die while he did not repent from them. What's going to happen to this person? قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله أما عند الخوارج والمعتزلة فمصيره إلى النار خالدا فيها مخلدا أبدا Now it's very important for you to pay attention to these details. 
So you understand now why the Khawarij are killing Muslims. الآن من خلال هذا الدرس تفهمون لماذا الخوارج عبر العصور يقتلون أهل الإسلام ويدعون أهل الأوثان ومنهم الآن هؤلاء الدواعش هؤلاء الداعشيون الذين يقتلون المسلمين It's very important for you to pay attention to this class because it makes it easy for us to understand what's been going on what the Khawarij been perpetrating from crimes against Muslims. <laughs> and they still doing it in the light of the Qaeda and al-Shabaab in Somalia and Boko Haram in Nigeria and the Daesh al-An and Jabhat al-Nusra. Who these are Khawarij? The Khawarij, doesn't matter what country they come from, what race, whatever they, what language they speak, they khawarij. So the khawarij and the Mu'tazila, their aqidah is that this person who died upon a major sin, he will be in the hellfire forever. لماذا? لأنه عند الخوارج كافر في الدنيا. مرتكب الكبير من المسلمين عند الخوارج والعياذ بالله كافر في الدنيا يباح دمه وماله. Because a Muslim this is how the Khawarij look at the Muslim who believe in Allah, say la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu He performed the prayers, fast Ramadan, paid his zakat, perhaps already made hajj. Okay? But if he commit a major sin, automatically this person is a kafir. This is from the Khawarij. This is how the Khawarij, not the Ahlul Sunnah, alhamdulillah. So therefore they say, look, since he's a kafir, so his blood and wealth is sacred. Is it? No, it's lawful. It's okay. That's why they kill Muslims and take their money. Because they look at them. Anybody who, who, who uh, commits zina, he's a kafir to them. Somebody steals, is a kafir with the house. As the Shaykh mentioned, Muslim, أو قتل أو شرب الخمر وما شاكل ذلك فهو عندهم الضمير يعود على من؟ الخوارج أي فهو عند الخوارج كافر في الدنيا يباح دمه وماله وفي الآخرة يخلد في النار مع الكافرين ولا تنفعه شفاعة الشافعين الله المستعان الشيخ ربيع حضرة تعالى الشيخ المجاهد he says, so now if the believer, the Muslim who's upon Tawheed, if that Muslim steals, commit adultery, kill someone, drink alcohol or intoxicant or the like of these major sins, in the creed and the belief of the Khawarij, that Muslim is a kafir in this life. So his blood is lawful and meaning is to be killed, no problem, to, according to them, to the Khawarij. And this is wrong, by the way. What the Khawarij is upon is not sound, is not the truth, is falsehood, they are upon falsehood. Not only his blood, but his wealth as well. And in the hereafter, he will dwell in the hellfire with the disbelievers. And according to the Khawarij as well, the intercession, no intercession will benefit this person whatsoever.
ويقابلهم المرجئه يقابل الخوارج المرجئه الغلاه منهم يقولون من قال لا اله الا الله لا تمسه النار ولا يدخل النار ومن عرف الله كذلك قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله وهذا ضلال مبين يصادم هذا المذهب يعني مذهب المرجئه وذاك يعني مذهب الخوارج يصادم ما ورد من النصوص في كتاب الله وفي سنه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم so the sheikh now he's bringing us the khawarij they go to one extreme now the murji'ah remember this deviant sect and murji'ah they are the opposite on the other extreme so the, the, those who the extremists amongst the murji'ah they say look at their aqidah they say anyone who says la ilaha illallah don't go to the hellfire doesn't matter it's enough for a person to say la ilaha illallah pray don't pray fast don't fast commit sins doesn't matter as the sheikh is going to explain other than them they say don't even have to say la ilaha illallah if a person know that allah is the creator that's it that's enough for that person to enter the jannah and he's not going to go to the hellfire the sheikh has said this is a clear falsehood and misguidance Why? Because both parties, both false ideologies, that of the Khawarij and this one of the Murjia, both they clearly go against the clear text in the book of Allah and in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu And keep in mind, we are commanded to follow and to adhere to the book of Allah and to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Not whenever someone come and call us to something and say, "Hey, Bismillah, let's do it." Especially now you find some Muslims cheering for Daesh, cheering for Al-Qaeda from before. Find some people cheering for those terrorists and, and Khawarij in Somalia and, and East Africa, the Shabab. And those who, they may be in Mali or West Africa, whatever, in Algeria, whatever they may be. Okay? Because they're ignorant of these principles. Because they are ignorant of this principle. How they can cheer for people who go against the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? How could it be possible for a Muslim who believe in Allah and the last day who is commanded to adhere to the Qur'an and the Sunnah, to cheer for the Khawarij, or to think that the Khawarij they are right, and what they do when they are right. And it's so clear that these people, they are opposing the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And when you look at this, you find emotions. Because the Khawarij, they bring shubuhat. They bring, how are we going to establish the Khilafah? How are we going to do this? How are we going to get rid of alcohol? Get rid of uh, zina? Ooh, nothing. We're going to... Hey. But how you do it? That's the, another thing. Okay? You want to establish khilafah? You want to get rid of zina? You wanna get, but how? See, that's the problems. Even those amongst them who they may be honest, who may be sincere, 
Maybe somebody who may be sincere, they want good for Muslims, they want to establish the Khilafah, but then still that's not enough. They still have to do it the right way. The way that is legislated, don't come up with their own way, start killing people, innocent people, in the name of Islam, in the name of establishing Islam. No, it's not from Islam. Al-Wasila has to be legislated well. The goal has to be good, but the means that lead to it has to be legislated. Not like the Khwal Muslimin, the Mubtadi'ah, they say, la la, al-ghaya to barrir al-wasila. As long as the, the goal is noble, doesn't matter how you get to it. It's like for them, if someone, for example, see this village, village who they don't have food, they need money, and he's like, okay, he's going to go and start stealing from the people. Stealing from the people to give to the poor. This is not permissible in Islam. <clears throat> there is no Robin Hood in Islam, right? So you got to follow the means. There is zakat. Those who are giving zakat, you go to them. Tell them, Yahwan, <coughs> you have money. There is this village, Yahwan, they need money. Go to the ruler in charge of the area. Write to him if you can. Tell him, uh, I, I was in that village. They suffering a great deal. I don't know if you know about it. If you already know, mashallah. I'm not bringing nothing new. <coughs> but if you don't know, <coughs> well, guess what? These are people who are suffering. Uh, it will be, may your reward is great with Allah if you can send them some help and the like. That's it. <coughs> you don't go start stealing from people to give to the poor. Khawarij is what they do. Even though let's say that their intention is okay. But still, they have to have the, the means that leads to what they want to do has to be legislated as well. But then, they do everything the wrong way. First of all, they go against the ruler. And they are commanded by the text of the Quran and the Sunnah to adhere to the Muslim ruler, to listen, not to fight the ruler, not to go against the ruler. Now, then that's the first thing they do. And that there leads to so many other violations. So we all want Islam to prevail. We all want the people to be upon the correct aqidah. We want, alhamdulillah, no stealing in our communities, no zina. Uh, we want, mashallah, the masajid be upon this and that. But no, not according to the khawarij way. No, according to Allah's way. That he has legislated in his book. And according to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah, sallallahu <coughs> من النصوص يقول الشيخ ربيع في التي لا يهتم بها ولا يتبعها يتبعها هؤلاء الغلات من من الخوارج أن مرتكب الكبير يقام عليه الحد لا يعتبر كافرا في في الإسلام for an example, if a person who commits a major sin in Islam, according to the text of the Quran and Sunnah, he's not a kafir. He's not automatically become a disbeliever. But rather, Allah has described 
and, and, and prescribe punishment for these people, for major sins, for those who commit major sins. The khawarij la. If a person commits a major sin, he's a kafir, automatically. But in the book of Allah, and in the sound sunnah of the Messenger of Allah it is not the case. And once again, who we follow? Of course, it's obvious. We adhere to the book of Allah and to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah because this deen came from Allah. It came from the Khawarij, or from the Arabs, or from the non-Arabs. This is the deen of Allah. And whatever Allah says, that's what's supposed to, supposed to be act upon. قال قال الشيخ ربيع إن زنا وكان محصنا هذا مرتكب الكبيرة فإنه يرجم حدا يموت ويصلى عليه الله أكبر ويدفن في مقابر المسلمين. Is an example. شيخ ربيع متعلق says for example someone who committed major sin. A person a Muslim a Muslim committed adultery committed adultery if he is a muhsan meaning he he's married or he's been married before and commit adultery he's to be stoned to death that's the what Allah has legislated and of course it's by the ruler but once that person die they perform janazah on him and bury him with the Muslims. I Meaning he's still a Muslim. He's a Muslim. وَإِنْ كَانَ غَيْرَ مُحْصَنْ فَإِنَّهُ يُجْلَدْ مِئَةَ And if that person, that Muslim who committed fornication, but he wasn't married, single person, never married, he's not, the, the punishment changes now. He's not to be stoned. But rather, he is to be Flagged hundred times. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that in Surah An Nur. <coughs> in Surah An Nur, in the beginning of of the Surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Azaniyatu wa Zani Fajlidu Kulla wahidin min humami atajalda, wala ta'hud kum bihima rafatun feedini lahi in kuntun tu minuna billahi wa yamul akhir. وَلْيَشْهَدْ عَذَابَهُمَ طَائِفَةٌ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ The fornic, الزانيه, the woman that commit fornication, and the fornicator, the man, flog each of them with a hundred stripes. Let not pity withhold you in their case. In a punishment prescribed by Allah. This is not the punishment of Saudi Arabia, like certain people they say barbaric Saudi Arabia. This is the punishment of Allah prescribed by Allah. If you believe in Allah and the last day and let a party of the believers witness their punishment and this punishment is for unmarried persons guilty of the above crime, illegal sex. But if married persons committed the punishment is to stone them to death according to the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
قال ولو كان مرتكبا كبيرا مرتدا لما كان حده إلا القتل لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم من بدل دينه فاقتلوه so if the person who commit adultery for example has left Islam as the khawarij they believe that's their aqeedah Allah will prescribe death sentence for such a person okay so this is a fornicator to the khawarij he's a kafir but with Allah he's not still a Muslim وحيث إنه بقي في دائرة الإيمان فإنه يعاقب في الدنيا عقوبات الحدود. so those who commit major sins they still in the circle of iman. نعم they got issues and problems because remember remember we learned before that iman with أهل السنة والجماعة increases and decreases. increase with what? obedience and performing good deeds and decrease with what? with money, right? You have less money, you lost your job, your iman go down. Some people, yes, they happen to them like that. But it's not the case, right? It shouldn't be the case. It doesn't matter. You have money, you don't have money. That's not what's gonna. That's not what's gonna put your iman up or down. But the iman, iman increases and decreases according to. Good deeds and bad deeds. Being obedient to Allah, iman increases. Disobedience to Allah and His Messenger decrease the iman. So, according to the sound creed, the aqid of Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah, that the Muslim who commit major sins, they still in the circle of iman. But there is punishment that is prescribed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For them. طيب مثلا فمن شرب الخمر يجلد يقول الشيخ ربيع حضرة تعالى. So now, if someone, if a Muslim, if a person uh, drinks alcohol, wine or the like, there is a punishment. He's not a kafir like the Khawari said. He's a kafir. Kill him, take his wealth and his family. لا. No, he's still a Muslim. His blood is sacred. Okay? And his wealth and honor is sacred. But he is, is a punishment that to be carried out by the ruler. Or whoever uh, represents the ruler. What is it? To be flagged. Okay? فَقَدْ كَانَ فِي عَهْدِ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ وَيُحَدْ أَرْبَعِينَ جَلْدًا In the time of the Prophet وسلم, when he was alive, when somebody is brought to him, that he drank, he, 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 he committed this major sin, which is drinking alcohol, which is wine and the like, then he used to be flagged 40 times. Flagged 40 times. And, lit, and he goes. If he do it again, flagged 40 times. But in the time of Umar, certain people, they were like, not paying attention to this 40. Like, hey, 40, that's, hey, this do it and get 40. People, they were belittling these 40 lashes. So Umar, he doubled it. He made it 80. Hmm? 78. What's 
80 هي 80 80 80 so Umar radiyallahu anhu he made it 80 for them and keep in mind Umar radiyallahu anhu he is from the Khulafa al-Rashidun he is from the Khulafa al-Rashidun والصارق تقطع يده حدا another example of major sin stealing okay the thief the thief's hand is to be cut off I know, you think just steal and, and it's like nothing gonna happen? No. In the time of the Prophet, a woman, Makhzumiyah from this noble tribe, she stole. And then they brought her to the Prophet. And they know, they know that the Prophet is gonna carry out the punishment of Allah upon her. Because this applies on everybody. But they sent somebody to intercede on her behalf, meaning she's a noble woman, she comes from a noble family, you know, they're willing to do whatever, but not, not the hand. Prophet get upset, and he says, subhanAllah, you're interceding in a punishment prescribed by Allah. He subhanAllah. He says, by Allah, if Fatima, meaning his daughter, stole, I will cut her hand. So this is the punishment of Allah SWT. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse 38, The thief, male or female, cut their hands off. So here is one again, Allah didn't say kill them because they are apostate, they have left Islam. Khawari, they like, no, kill them. Somebody still is a kafir, so they can take his wealth and take his family, And of course, this is not, uh, I have to mention this, this is not uh, one point. It's not anyone who steals anything, his hands is cut off. Oh, they got to go to a judge and they look at the matter, alhamdulillah, and the judge, he knows the, the, the deen of the sharia law, and he applied them. All right? If the man is guilty, so that's the one that carry out the, these punishments. And it is good because when someone, his hands cut off, those who wants to steal, they like, hey, I have only two hands. They can't, they don't have 5,500 hands or, or if they, they cut their hand, like next day is going to grow another one, no. So those people, they like, subhanAllah, not like another, the, the man-made law, he steals, not even steal, he steals and kill, I don't know who, and cause terror to the whole family and neighborhood, and then they sentence him like three to six, and he has three three hats and a cat, and and he has a full coverage, medical coverage, and uh, uh, what is it, gym and all that. Yeah. So he go there and come out and do it again. You know. And also the second point that is very important to remember: Islam is a religion. Uh, that is built upon principles. Okay, it's not chaos. Anybody can s catch anybody who's stealing and cut his hand. No. That's for the ruler in charge. Or whoever assigned by the ruler, like the judges and the like. They're the one that look. If, if somebody uh, steals from you, you just report them to the authority. And they deal with them. It's not like... Uh, Two brothers seen somebody still take him to some dark alley and cut his hand off. It's fauda. 
This is not from Islam. Now you, you, you report them to, to the authority and they deal with him. They deal with that person. Qala Shaykh al-Shahid and subhanAllah it's amazing sometimes you find certain people non-Muslims they look at this prescribed things that Allah prescribed them for to preserve the society because if someone because the person who's stealing that's a disease no one wants his property to be stolen no one in his right mind wants someone to break on, into his apartment his house at 3 o'clock in the morning not only to take his property but to scare his family and his children and who knows it may get ugly okay Nobody wants that. But then they still look, why? As long as it's not happening to them, they're like, yeah, why you gotta have mercy? Are you more merciful than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah prescribed this for the good of the people. If the, if the law of Allah are applied, look in Saudi Arabia, man. The, the, the stores, they stay open. Nobody. Because they know if, if he does it, man, he does it. I mean, they don't steal anything. They see things on the floor, they leave it. Unless if somebody never knows, just somebody came from another country, don't know the laws, don't know Islam, and don't know where he at. As for those who live in Saudi and the Saudis, they've seen this punishment carry out. Even those who really wants to do it, but they're like, man, nah, it's okay, it's not. Because okay. they know those people in Saudi, they don't play. Don't give him six months. And he come out and do it again. So it is done to save the people. The thieves, they can think many times. Alright? Before they steal, they're like, no, it's not worth it. I'm going to get me a job. I'm going to go like these people getting up in the morning. I'm going to go apply for a job. Easy? No. I'm not going to try to do that. But here, no, man. Take them to mercy. I don't know this and this. People are in fear. A woman, old woman, drugged in the street because she holding to her pocketbook. They got nothing but her medication, and now she's she may lost her life. And all of that, oh, that's okay. Sentence him to I don't know three months, six months. Or they say, oh, at that time he he wasn't in his right mind. You see. على أيل الشاهد أن مرتكب الكبير ما دام يؤمن بالله وبكتاب الله وبسنة الرسول عليه الصلاة والسلام ويصلي ويقيم شعائر الإسلام فهو مؤمن ناقص الإيمان أو نقول مؤمن بإيمانه فاسق بكبيرته بخلاف الخوارج فإنهم يخرجون من الإيمان ويطلقون عليه الكفر والمعتزل يجعلونه في منزل بين المنزلتين ثم يلتقون في حكم الآخرة أنه خالد مخلد في النار يجب على الله أن يعاقب عياذ بالله وأن يخلده في النار ولا يقبل فيه شفاعة الشافعين عندهم. so the sheikh حفظه الله تعالى sheikh ربيع says in summary or the point of reference here is that the person who committed a major sin as long as that person who committed a major sin he believes in Allah. He believes in the book of Allah. He believes in the sunnah of the messenger of Allah. He established the prayer. 
and the other rights of Islam. He is a believer, but deficient in his iman. We continue after the other, inshallah. So Shaykh Rabbi Ta'ala says, so the one who committed a major sin, as long as he believes in Allah, in the book of Allah, in the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, perform the prayers, and the, and the other rights of Islam, he is a believer but deficient in Iman. He's still a believer because he has belief in Allah. He didn't deny Allah. He didn't say there is no God, period. Or he believes in some other false deities. No, he's still a believer because of his aqidah. But he's a fasid. He's doing bad because of committing those sins. Now you find committing a major sin. And this, look, the khawari, they go the, the opposite of what, what's in the book of Allah in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. They say, no, this person who pray and believe in Allah, believe in the Messenger of Allah, believe in the Quran, the Sunnah, he prays, so he's a kafir. Because he committed a major sin, they take him out of Iman. The Mu'tazila, the other divine group, in this life, they like love. They didn't agree with the Khawarij. And of course, they didn't agree with the Ahlul Sunnah. They like love. They are, uh, this person who committed a major sin, he's not a kafir and he's not a believer. Who is he? They say he's between. That's what they say. The Mu'tazila, he's between. And, but in the hereafter, they agree with the Khawarij. They say, he is a kafir and he will dwell in the hellfire. These people, they, they making it upon Allah to punish this person in the hellfire. That's what they say. The shaykh says. And, and, and as though they say saying through their creed that Allah should not forgive this person. Allah should not accept the intercession of anyone who may intercede for him. As we're going to learn later on, because the person who commits a major sin, as long as there is not shirk, is under the will of Allah. And, and even those people who may end up in the hellfire, they will never dwell in it forever if they die upon Islam. And if they have the little bit of Iman within them. We're going to continue, inshallah, next uh, week. هذا وصلى الله وسلم على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا